Welcome to Bo Sanchez Radio. Thank you so much for making me a part of your life. Don't play God. Instead, let go and let God. Woo! That's going to be our powerful message for today. And I know, I know you're, you're just going to level up as you hear this message. I want to pray for you right now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, give the capacity to this person, praying with me right now, the capacity to let go, the capacity to surrender, the capacity to give up worry, anxiety, and and, and be able to let go of burdens and attachments and anything that's holding this person back. In Jesus' name, let it happen. Let it happen, Lord. Amen and amen. Receive the power of God through the Word today. Do you put God in a box? I mean, seriously, a lot of people do that. We insist that God blesses us in A, only in the pathway of A, only in A, Lord, only here. But we don't understand God wants us to be blessed in the B and in the C and the D and the E and the F and the G. He, he wants to bless us in other ways. But no, our eyes are focused on the A. And so when God doesn't do the stuff that we want Him to do here, even if He's doing it in the B and the C, no, but we want, it, we want Him to bless us in the A, we get so frustrated, we get so disappointed, and, and we give up. But God says, no, I, I, let me be God. But that's our problem. We, we become arrogant. We think that we understand things better than He does. And uh, we, we want God, we, we put God in a box, really. Lord, only until here, until as high as here. Lord, until as low as there. And Lord, only until this side and that side. Lord, please operate within these parameters, this, this confines of, of my expectations. Lord, please. <laughs> uh, but what happens is that we become God and, well, He becomes our, our slave. And uh, But I'm going to invite you to make a decision right now to let God be God. What what I want to do is I'm going to share with you two examples, if that's okay. My first example is a simple one. A friend of mine had a poultry business and, and he, he wanted God to bless that poultry business. Well, after much prayer, it wasn't happening. It, it was not earning very well. And then to top it all, there was a storm, a storm so strong, it blew away that, wiped away his poultry business. And he came up to me crying, devastated. And as, as he was crying to me and telling me, you know, why God, why, 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 why did this happen? Uh, I looked at him and said, I have a question. I asked him, why are you in that business? Do you like it? Do you really love it? It's like it's your passion. It's your core gift. He looked at me and he said, well, no, it was just, you know, something that was there was available and I got into it. And I said, isn't your core gift like design totally different from that? You know? And and he said, well, yeah, that's true. But you know, and, and I said, and I told him, why don't you go back to your core gift and go? So he did. Guess what? Years later, he came up to me and said, Bo, I just want to thank God, my poultry business was wiped away by the storm because now my business is 10 times bigger than, than his failed poultry business. It was just amazing. He was so blessed. And, and I, I really think that sometimes we insist that God blesses us in a particular way when God wants to bless us in another way. And, and what we need to do is just surrender and to trust in Him that there is a blessing behind every trial. Right now, are you going through a problem? If you are, I want you to believe this and trust in Him. 
that there is a blessing behind whatever crisis or trial you're going through to make you stronger, to make you better, to make you wiser, to be ready for the coming blessings. Just say that with me. Lord, your blessing is coming. And, and believe in that and trust in that and then open your eyes to let God bless you in any way he wants you to. Can I go deeper? Second example. One of the things I've realized, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story first and then the reflection later. I started preaching when I was 13 years old. I began to lead uh, a Catholic community called Light of Jesus as a teenager all the way until now. So, so for, for the first two decades of my life, that, that was me and I was a missionary, I was single and I would hobnob and, and rub elbows with other religious leaders, both Catholic and non-Catholic, priests and pastors. And so they were my friends and I would hang out with them because, well, we, we had, you know, you, you like to hang out with people with the same beliefs and, and same passions and mission and so on, same understanding of God. 30 years old, I became an entrepreneur and I was forced by the circumstances to, you know, have a different kind of network, people with, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs and, and so different backgrounds, different beliefs. And I met a business mentor who was very successful in his life as an entrepreneur and met him and he, you know, did not go to church at all for decades. But I was astounded by the kindness that I saw in his heart. Just, just genuine love for, for people. And I said, where did that come from? He didn't go to church. He didn't read the Bible. Where did that come from? And then he explained to me that his parents uh, taught him these values from the start. And he said he's just so blessed to, to be loved unconditionally by, by his parents and he's able to share it to other people. And uh, that, that struck me because here was a guy who did not fit my boxes of what it means to love God and obey God. And yet here he was, you know, to totally, you know, he's not religious at all, but yet he had that kindness. Today, of course, because of my influence, he's, he's back in church and all of that. He's, he's now going to church. But, but, but my, my point I'm, was that it humbled me, that I thought I was this guy who knew about God and this is how you should follow God. You do this, you do this, you do this, the way I did it. And all of a sudden from left curve, from I'm sorry, from left field, some, to someone totally unexpected following God in a, in a different way. And God humbled me and God said, I, I operate the way I want to operate and give up your self-righteousness, basically for self-righteousness, pride, you know, arrogance <laughs> that you, you follow God only in this. And, and God said, no, I, 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 I bless people the way I want to bless people and I, I follow, I, I let people follow me the way I want, I want them to follow me. And so I met other entrepreneurs and I met other business mentors who, who just blessed my life and who inspired me to love God and I'm a better individual now and I have a deeper, profound respect for every human being I meet absolute profound respect and my relationships are so much better uh, be, and, and I feel I'm more loving and I'm more kind and I am more humble because of the experience of allowing God to let him operate the way he wants to operate and let him move the way he wants to move into different people around me. Uh, it was just such a moving experience for me. I'm, 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 just, I'm just matured over the past years and that's what humility does. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read to you the, the, the gospel. It's in Mark chapter 7. And this is about Jesus 
he healed a deaf man who had a speech impediment and he begged him to lay his hand on him. Listen carefully. Jesus took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting, what? Spitting touched his tongue. And then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, be open. And immediately the man's ears were opened and the speech impediment was removed and he spoke plainly, spitting. Did you read that? Did you hear that? Spitting. Well, why didn't Jesus just said, be healed? And he was healed. Why? Well, why didn't he just touch him? Be healed. No, spitting. Three times in the four gospels, Jesus used spit. Uh, blind man, the next chapter. And then in the gospel of John, uh, he, Jesus spat on the ground and he made a little, little mud. And why? Answer. Because God is God and He will do and use whatever He wants to use uh, to heal us, to bless us, to reveal Himself to us, to work in our lives. Uh, we, we, we don't insist on, you know, one way. God has many ways by which He wants to bless and heal you and He'll use anything and anyone to bless you. And if you can just be open and say, I trust you, Lord. If you can only be humble and, and say, surprise me, Lord. There are there are people right now watching this video. You may be that one of them who's going through a struggle and uh, you're insisting that God reveal and, and bless you in a particular way. And God is saying, can I bless you in a way that you don't expect? Because I know the future. Trust me. Father in heaven, I pray for every person praying with me at this time. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to them. Surprise them. Let's just say this after me, okay? Jesus, I receive your love and I receive you in a way that you, you decide. You decide how to bless me. And I, I say thank you even now in advance for how you will surprise me. But I know, Lord, blessings will pour into my life in such glorious ways. It will be beyond my wildest imagination. Thank you for your great love. Thank you. I am totally humbled and I trust you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Ah, oh, so good just to be able to join you here. God bless you. I will see you. You know what? Some people think that money equals evil. Money equals, you know, sin. Money and and I, you know, for for oh gosh, more than two two decades now, um, I've been really trying to purify uh, our minds and clarifying and saying money is is neutral. It's actually good. Uh, it's actually something that can be good and can be bad. It really depends on who holds it. I want to believe that you are somebody who has a good heart. You've been listening to Full Tank for so long now and. You know, I, I, I want you to say a prayer for me. I want you to say a prayer for your life, that, that God prospers you, that whatever money you have, you know, your work, your career, that God will bless it even more. Because if you have a good heart, you're gonna use that money for His glory and for the poor and for the ministry and for the church, you know? So that, that's, that's my prayer for you. And just in case, you know, you, you may have other financial teachers and please go to them. But just in case you need a financial teacher, I'm here. 
I, I created a club. It's called the Truly Rich Club 15 years ago. It's been helping thousands upon thousands of people already grow their financial life. And if you need help, go there. Okay. www.trulyrichclub.com. One of the things that I do, which, which I really, um, you know, people tell me has been such a game changer in their lives is I tell them what stocks I buy <laughs> every month. I just email them twice a month and say, these are the stocks I'm buying right now. These are the stocks I'm buying this month. This is the, the stocks I'm selling. And it has been helping a lot of people. So if you're interested, go to www.trulyrichclub.com. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. God bless you. And I will see you tomorrow.